And she said, I don't think so. I've got four of them already. <laughs> oh. oh, you oh, it's on record again. <laughs> when will you learn? Um, welcome to episode six of Avoiding the Issue, uh, the podcast that should soon have a listenership similar in size to the viewing figures of EastEnders off the telly. That is if uh, non-event and bile-inducing vitriol are key markers for attracting an audience. Admittedly, we don't have anything quite as sexy as Samantha Janus on board, uh, but do rest assured that if any of our babies were to die, we wouldn't think twice about swapping them for a living one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, let's get back on with the podcast. Uh, This is me, Joe Tarpey, with um, Paul Butland and uh, Bob Craddock. Hello. How are we doing? It's all right. Now, we have a regular listener who keeps asking me why we're doing this and why he's listening to it. <laughs> I can't answer why you're listening to it, but I can have a crack at the first one. Basically, I've got an ego that is rather large and I need it massaging and I, I feel that it's important that whoever's listening to this you know, needs to tell other people, spread the word, the gospel that is Joseph Tarpey, basically... You know, I'm going to start trying to do stand-up properly this year and I'd like to build an audience based upon a philosophy of, you know, having a few fans getting to give you some money every year if you present them with a new piece of your work. I'd like to, I'd like to start doing that because basically I am pretty crap at everything else in life and um, that's where I want to go forward. Um, so, yeah, do get in touch with us and let us know your petty little opinions. Um, <laughs> right... My, my name is on the podcast information, all of our names are on the podcast information when you download it at either point, be it iTunes or the Jellycast website. Um, add me up on Facebook, for, feel free to do it. If you want to add me up on Facebook, that's no problem. I'm going to have, um, what's the opposite of embargo? I don't mean embargo, free for all, I'll just accept any friend requests from now on, whoever you are. I'll accept your friend request. Get in touch with me. Let me know what you think. We'll... Really? Yeah, anyone. You talk to strangers? I'll talk to strangers. I'd like to engage in some kind of, you know, I'd like racists to come on and to be able to engage with them. Challenging. I'm getting bored of Facebook. I yeah, like strangers. It is I'd rather bored. have friends that I didn't know than friends that I do know. So you can wind them up. Might, no, no, maybe no, that'll no. take some of the pressure off us. It's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, so do add him up. So, have you two had a good week? I've had a horrible week. You've had a horrible week? Oh, fucking, well, first week back at work, wasn't it? Shit. Not quite in that. It was well, tiring. We'd like to give the illusion that this is our profession, <laughs> putting podcasts out on the internet for free. That's what I'd like to think. How about you? You've been alright? It's been alright, yeah. Yeah. Did you find out when you're filming your, your television programme? No, yet? I don't know if I'm going on yet or not. I think it's been hammed up now. I think we need to, you know. Well, even if I'm not on, we pretend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching it again today. It's utter shite. I don't believe that you like it. It's, it's brilliant. It's a shit program. How long we've had, we've discussed this before? I, think. I don't think we've discussed it. We've discussed a lot on tape that's not made it to the airwaves, haven't we? I think this this is episode six that's going to go out, and we've recorded sixty two. Sixty two. Sixty two. Sixty one of those we were absolutely wasting. Yeah, this is the best <laughs> material. Oh dear. Anything? Any? Anybody seen anything funny this week? I don't know what. Don't I? Uh, I saw something remarkably funny today, but I don't know if it's going to transpire to be humorous across the podcast. But I was walking past 
an internet cafe in a back street in Headingley today, and an old man was at his computer, and he had what I fam- I recognised to be the homepage of Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, open on an, in an internet cafe. In an internet cafe, in a window seat, the man was looking at Pornhub. I congratulate and applaud that man. You're applauding for his, uh, his complete lack of shame. Well, that's brilliant. Do you know what I mean? He's probably gone to one of those like old people's how to get on the internet classes at some community centre, specifically because he knew that there was free porn out there. <laughs> his pension probably doesn't cover his porno mags anymore. Do you know what I mean? That's, that is what did you do this week, Grandad? Well, <laughs> I learnt about Google. That's brilliant. I can imagine him sitting there typing in free porn, like, you know, one finger typing. Like what people do. What amused me is that I view pornography as a means to an end. It's not a public event. Um, and what, you, can't, you can only take it so far. You know when, I mean? Yeah, when does it become unacceptable? When, At what stage? Are you, are you asking, <laughs> like, when does it stop being porn and when does it become art? Also, <laughs> when yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Just, if you're the manager of an internet cafe, yeah. do you turn a blind eye to the old man on Pornhub? You certainly don't turn to a blind eye to him once he starts getting naked and I mean, enjoying Well, that's my point. That's yeah. my point. You can't, you can't really watch pornography for just... Uh, in the same way that you would go... You know, if he doesn't have an internet connection or a computer at home, he, he might be going there to watch the football highlights. You know, that doesn't require any kind of activity <laughs> to, to accompany that. Um, Maybe a bit of cheery. Ooh, get in. But you can't wank in an internet cafe. You just can't. I don't care how few scruples you have, you're not going to get away with it. You're never going to reach a climax. <laughs> no, I mean, he was in his 70s, it'd probably take him a day and a half anyway. This is the thing, maybe that's a legitimate thing. I've got it, I've cracked it. He was just going to get himself going, wasn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Maybe he's just seeing if, it, if he can get it up. Maybe, that, maybe that's what you need to maybe do the, in that age. Maybe he's been to the doctors, and the doctor <laughs> says, well, are you sure? Are you sure you need Viagra? <clears throat> Have you tried going down the internet cafe and looking at porno? Before we take those drastic steps. <laughs> How about looking at some pornography on the internet? Yeah. You still can't get an erection, come back to us and we'll see what we can do. I reckon that's probably what it was. Either that or he's got a very, very um, photographic memory and he's putting it all in the digital wank bank for later on. Well, that's what I was thinking. Could have been that. You could have been. Your memory goes when you get older, doesn't it? Yeah, no, but they don't get up too much, so that probably stays in his mind a lot. Do you know what I mean? The very vividly, like, um, you know, they can recount what's happened that day very well. You just sit around and talk to an old person, you know, they'll tell you what time they got the bus, when it, what, if it was late, what the driver was like. How big the radon was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe it's... A, just a slight side point. I'd seen on your notes earlier that you'd written Old Man on Pornhub, and I was thinking <laughs> of something completely different. <laughs> Something that you'd seen while browsing the internet. <laughs> so it was on Pornhub. A little bit of a private time. Well, that's it. I, I think it's got the foundations for a great pullback and reveal. <laughs> joke, that. Um, so you only saw the homepage? He was definitely looking at the homepage. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was what definitely. What was he looking for, do you think? Well, I don't know. I think he was on the homepage. I think he was, sele- I think he was just on, you know, most recently update added videos and. Um, being watched right now. I think those are the two features. <laughs> this is an important question, and if there are any old people listening, I want to know this. <clears throat> My tastes have changed, obviously, get, you know, getting older and older. You know, you, you kind of... I suppose with pornography, 
you'd probably want to watch, you know, people closer to your age because it feels more like, you know, it's the time. Is he looking at old people porn? Or would he get off on looking at younger people doing it? If I'd have just been out for a walk to get some grapes or something and um, was, was good, you know, didn't have, I had my children with me, so usually... I'd probably, when I'm, when confronted with something that's out of the ordinary, I would usually investigate. I'd go and have a, go and have a, a little delve, a little probe, yeah. <laughs> press my nose against the glass. This was, and it is. This was at like eleven. <laughs> this was at like eleven in the morning as well. It was weird. That's brilliant. So that he must have had his day planned out. Nine a.m. post office. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Ten thirty. Get cheese pasty from Greg <laughs> and talk to pigeons. Do you reckon he was wanking then? He can't have been. He was next to a massive <coughs> window. No, but hang on a minute. He's looking at porn in front of a window. He's in an internet cafe. Mm. He's already taken that step. We can assume if he's already done that, <laughs> surely he's not really bothered about, oh, well, I've... You know, I, I can look at porn in the window of an internet cafe, but I better not get my cock out. Yeah, I think there's a big step between being seen as a pervert for looking <laughs> at porn on an internet cafe and, and like, public nudity. There's a, there's a big step there. You might be wearing big trousers. You, can get, you could get arrested for doing the second one. Surely no you could get arrested for doing the first. You think? I think so. I think can if you, you sat at a bus stop reading a... a Razzle. <laughs> reading Reader's Wives, wives yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that you'd be... The well, classics. I don't think you'd have much to argue about if you got carried away in the back of a paddy wagon, would you? Yeah, probably not. Um, at 9.30 in the morning. I don't know. I, don't, I think that's quite upsetting. And I wish him all the best. <laughs> I genuinely do. Yeah, I really hope whatever he was looking for is found. <laughs> No matter how crooked or twisted it was. Looks a bit like that guy that presents um, Strictly Come Dancing. Who? Bruce Forsyth? Yeah, it looks a lot like Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe it was Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> Can you ask? <laughs> that's, a, that's a mental image for the listeners, isn't it? Bruce Forsyth having a wank. In an internet cafe. Yeah, in public. There we go. Um... Did anybody see the sport at the weekend? Which sport? Which sport? England and the Ashes, Joe. You know that. I did know about that. 3 1, we won it. 3 1. Is that great? Are you, is that, are you proud of that? I'm personally. Yeah, you're happy about that? Um, yeah, I'm happy about it, yeah. Well, why? Um, it's an interesting question. Yeah, I know. I know. Because really, it doesn't affect my life in any way. <coughs> no. Does it? Whatsoever. No. no. But no. I am happy about National it. National pride? I can give a shit about national pride. That's what I'm building up to. That's why I asked you why. Because I'm 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 am f- through with sport. Not following it at all now. Is it because York City nearly through with Bolton at the weekend? No, it's just because I found myself giving a fuck. You know, I I was bothered about that. That's all right. That's good. It's not good. It's, it's pointless. Good, it's healthy. It's pointless. I'm going to completely absolve myself of any interest, in all any pleasures of anything <laughs> that I deem to be pointless. Is that one of the precepts of the Dhamma? Can we become a Buddhist? Um, possibly, if I knew what I was talking about. Is it Buddhist that draws swastikas backwards? 
Obviously, it was Hitler that bastardised <laughs> that logo. Oh, what are they doing it? I believe they're called mandalas, and it's a meditate, it's a meditative thing. That if you draw, no, that's just a square that I'm drawing. <laughs> no, but I believe, no, I'm not going to do that. No book. You were trying to do it the right, the wrong way around, but yeah, but your muscle memory yeah. took over. <laughs> Yeah, is that, is that is it Buddhist that draws? It'd be easier if we give you a mic pen and a toilet door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just generally write your phone number down and draw a little dribbling cock. <coughs> I understand what you're trying to say, Joe. Because well, these <coughs> people have no reflection on my life in any way. But I am happy to see the England cricket team. I'm not, I don't give two shits about the England football team. It's not, it's not a national pride kind of thing. I'm not. I don't care too much for that, but I am glad the England cricket team won. Yeah, it made me happy. See, what, it didn't it make me happy at all, and that's because it's on the basis that I hate the English, the way that the England cricket team are hyped up, and in my opinion, look like dicks when they're interviewed. And I, I just don't really like the England cricket team. They, they, it just I, I pisses find it me off. strange that, that you have that opinion. We've discussed this already. But usually, usually, no. This is. I'm driving at something. Usually, I always support the team that is playing the team that I hate. Like on Saturday, on Sunday, I, I wanted Manchester United to beat Liverpool because I think that the in my in the old the old Joe, the previous Joe to today's <laughs> freshly new and enlightened um, non-sports fan Joe, this chair again. Oh yeah, I had to fix it. Oh it's, no, it's completely broken. It's, now. it's not fixed, is it? Look at it. Get another chair. Right. Oh, that leg's gone. I think what? I have a, I've got a Usually I'd support the other team. Usually I'd support the other team. But I took... I wasn't supporting Australia. I've I, I just lost interest in it. I think it's, it's all overhyped. It's... Well, it's just sickening. It's a product, isn't it? It's not, it's not a hobby. It's not an enjoyment. It's just... You're force-fed this rubbish. This... False sense of pride in other people's achievements. You may think it's come from Stuart Lee, but it hasn't come from Stuart Lee. It was just this at the weekend. This week, yeah, that's that's where I posed the question from. But you know, we discussed this ages ago, and you know, I I just don't enjoy watching it. We won, Bolton won, we we won, right? But I don't care. I don't care. Leeds won, won all. I don't know. understand. I don't understand that. I think you're denying yourself something that you genuinely enjoy. There, not really. You're looking into it too much. I just felt. I don't know. I just. You won't be able to stay off it for long. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll we'll see what comes back. Did first. you re-sign up for the fantasy football league as well? No, 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 no. no. Oh, was that? No, that was, was just that the just peer pressure. That was, unlike me, that was just a glib throwaway comment that was made in the heat of a moment. Usually you think things through so well. I know, I know. I, I think this is a fad. I think this is another one for those fads. I just I don't want to be bothered by it. It's just, I don't know, it just bothers me and I lose too much money on it. Stop gambling on it. Enjoying sport is one thing, but gambling on it is another one. So what you're saying is, you are now annexing all sport. Because you're a bad gambler. If you're gambling... No, 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 that was just a joke. I'm... I'm, I'm Ceasing to take any fucking notice of sport because it's just it's pissing me off. Darts. Watched the Will final last night actually. 
Is that a sport? Horse racing, is it a sport? Is horse racing a sport? Yeah. It's the sport of kings, Paul. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. But no, I'm not no, interested. Not, not no, interested. Do you know do what? Do you know what? This this seed was planted long before I started watching the Stuart Lee DVDs. That it's, I was more referring to Stuart Lee's wonderful book, um, The Life and Death of a Stand-Up Comedian, where in one of his footnotes he says, "I hate football and everyone who <laughs> enjoys it." So it's happy there, which is a slightly tongue. He probably does. I'm, in fact, I'm very sure that he does hate football. But it's there. It's a comment there to wind the reader up. Who likes football? I think and so. I think definitely. you've taken it too seriously, and you've now turned your back on all sport because Stuart Lee's told you to. This is the. This is You're a coincidence. A disciple. This is a co- <laughs> this is a coincidence, right? <laughs> because there's a lot of things that Stuart Lee comes out with that I don't agree with, and I'm not going to just start subscribing to a man who I find funny and interesting. His every belief. I, I'm disappointed that you find me that fickle. <laughs> right? To be honest with you. Just the, the seed of this was planted about four months ago when I thought I'll go see go watch one of Ireland's Six Nations games, yeah, and I could not find a ticket online for less than one hundred and fifty pounds, and I think one hundred and fifty pounds for eighty minutes entertainment before travel, before handling fees that these companies seem to fucking have free reign to charge whatever they want on. I think one hundred and fifty pounds for an eighty minutes entertainment is just. It's beyond ridiculous, um, and the money involved in sport—it's—it's it's a work. All of it—it's just a world that I can't be part of. It's, it's a world that—it's not for me, and the work, the wages that they're paid. Why should I fucking endorse them? You know, most professional sportsmen earn fortunes comparative to what we earn. I mean, the Brit- the English cricket team—they won't be on the stupid Premier League wages, will they? No, but they will be on. Sizable incomes. Well, we, they'll be wealthy. Well, they work hard and they do all. But sometimes they don't work hard. They do work. And hard. Sometimes they rest on their laurels, they and and they get upset with the public that don't back them when they're not fucking performing to their full potential. I don't think that. I think it's. I think you've been harsh on the cricket team. I think the cricket team, as a rule, are very highly upstanding individuals. It's an ex- I appreciate the backing of. Uh, it was people who travel the world in order to support the Barmy Army. The Barmy Army, yeah. Anyway, that's it. You've all missed the point. Well, why? I mean, I've, I'm thinking of a, a cheap and cheerful solution for you, which won't compromise your ethics, and it'll, you'll still get off on your uh, a sport fix. You could go down to Kirkstall Leisure Centre and just, you know, watch people play badminton or squash. Watch people. Watch <laughs> people you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Play well, badminton and squat. What would you think? What would they think if he turned up? <laughs> well, actually, two people were just there just to play badminton, and he turns up and he's like, uh, "Do you mind if I just sit here and uh, watch you?" The watch first thing I thought of actually was, "Why don't you go and watch uh, school football matches?" <laughs> <laughs> but I thought better of that. You could go and watch Sunday league football, though, couldn't you? You won't be endorsing that, that, crazy professionals. You can get into a, a local rugby team. That was only that was only part of it. That's only part of it. Why don't you support um, becoming... It's not about support. That's part of it. It's about supporting. It's about that. It's about having a fucking team, having an identity through a fucking team. It's just... Maybe I'm in a bit of a cynical fucking frame of mind right now. I don't know. (laughs) But I just just can't subscribe to that at the moment. I just don't... I'm just off it. Just totally off it. Because it annoys me. You don't want to quit everything. You've, you've already given up on music. Yeah. 
And now sport. As I said earlier, ev- ev- any meaningful pursuit, no, any meaningless pursuit, I'm not going to follow. This is that's kind of like my life, Joe. Music and sport, and you've just turned your back on. You've spurned it, and you've said, "Bob, everything that you enjoy in your life, what? you know, you know, all the things in your life that you actually take enjoyment from, I think they're worthless." So, I mean, does your girlfriend listen to this podcast? No. Good. I don't know. She might. I'll tell her. Because <laughs> you had. Me. Don't listen to episode six. <laughs> you had such conviction there when you said all that I like in my life. Music and sport. I have a beautiful girlfriend, but no. Yeah, that was that was a clear admittance. Oh, I think my family would probably get upset as well if they thought that all I ever cared about was music and sport. But you know what I'm saying? You can't include everybody, Bob. Like in when you fill in your CV and it's like interests, you don't go. Well, I've got a beautiful girlfriend and, and I really like my family. I guess you know, I like music and sport. That's what I like. I don't. And you don't like any of that. So basically, we've got nothing in common. Well, what anyway, merit is it? I mean, me and you have got nothing in common. I don't even know why we're you, friends. You actually put I don't know sport. We, I don't even know if we're friends anymore. Well, because I don't like music and sport. Yeah, you've got nothing in common anymore. I like, I like, I like Beethoven. <laughs> you actually put sport down. Well, since I'm working in sport, I'm working in a sporting field. Know, but sport, Paul, an interesting sport helps. But that's really vague. If so, if I was looking at somebody's CV, and I don't just go. I think so, like, your hobbies are sports. I don't just write down music and sport interest. Music and sports. That's like somebody going. And I like do. reading. Do you know it tells me nothing? Oh, well, you like, no, I wouldn't like say reading, that. I wouldn't just say that one word. I, I don't like see how I would expand on it. Ah, you're coming from the employer's perspective here, aren't you? You're yeah. coming from a man that interviews. Sport? And... I don't just say, I like music and sport. That's it. But it's, designed, it's there so you can go, oh, so you're, you, <clears throat> you like sport. Yeah. You go, yeah, I like sport. You're going to go over there that I go specifically... Yeah, then I would discuss that. Why don't you just put that down? I would do! I'm not... This is what I'm saying! I wouldn't just put... I like music and sport. Full stop. That's the end of my... In hobbies and interests on my CV. One sentence. I like music music. and sport. That's it. That's all I like. I'd love to see your CV written down like that. Me and you. Me and you, Bob. He's a dick, I know. I know. It's only so we can use his house. <laughs> yeah, I'm I like you, Joe. I like you. Um, You've got nothing in common yeah. with him. Yeah, but at least, I, at least I like music and sport. <laughs> it's his sparkling personality that I like. <laughs> it's his chipper attitude. <laughs> yeah. Me and you have got three dates this year. We've got three dates in the first three months. Not one of them includes music or sport. That's true. And we were going to go watch some sport on Saturday, but and you reneged not. for reasons other than music and sport. True. Although you did take in a gig, didn't you? Are you taking a gig? No. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, we are. We, uh, where were we going to? I can't remember. Well, Daniel Kitson, Richard Herring, and Stuart Lee. Yeah. It's not a bad trio, I don't reckon. No, I think it's. Well, it's uh, what are you doing, Paul? I think somebody on the. Paul? has got a spare ticket for Are you invited? Are you invited? No, I wasn't invited. All right. That's well, good. Because they didn't take place in your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know when I'm not wanted. You have to apply to go to Yeah, apparently things. no. And, I'll, se- I'll send my CV. <laughs> if you send your CV, not, say, I love music and sport. That's all you have to And things what make me laugh. In. You're right in. You're right in. You're straight in. I don't want to come across as horribly stupid and naive here, but I fear I'm running the risk of doing so. Um, in Daniel Kitson's uh, stand-up routine from the Edinburgh Festival 2005, he constantly... 
refers to his audience not getting the reading list. He doesn't provide such things, does he? <laughs> no. I know he's quite obscure and outlandish in the way that he goes no, about creating his art. To, I don't think you're going to have to read anything before you go. Right, good, because um, I'm really looking forward to it, but I don't want to be out of the loop, you know. Maybe there is. Maybe, maybe we'll. I'll do some research. Yeah. I didn't do any reading last time I saw him. Get through the performance sufficiently? Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. coped? Excellent. Didn't get left behind? <coughs> Good. No. That's all. <clears throat> so you're not willing to back a football team, but you'll do homework for a comedian? <laughs> well, yeah, there's some kind of intellectual merit <coughs> attached to that. How? 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 What do you mean, how? How, how, is, that, how is that more intellectually stimulating because than it watching it Because it... Because it broadens my horizons, it causes me to think about, it may cause me to think about certain issues, certain angles on certain philosophies. But that's, that's what, you know, that's what watching a football match does to me, because I, I, I ponder the, the, the reasons that people still like that group thing, that mentality, that, uh, that, that shared joy and anger, that chant, that really tribal or primordial kind of instinct to kind of... You know, all that kind of stuff, you know, that's fascinating to me. That's really fascinating. Why well, do people take it so seriously? Well, that kind of thing? To be honest with you, Paul, I don't think you're, you're the market that they're aiming at there. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes you think. So, you know, by that standard, surely it's equal to. It's the thing with watching sport, for me, is. It's been a long time since I've enjoyed watching sport. Like, I can't sit down and watch Match of the Day anymore. Win. That's because you support Bolton. Bolton win, lose or draw, can't sit down and watch Match of the Day. It's, it's, a, it's a gamble, isn't it? If you go, if, if I were to go, and I will be going, tomorrow night to watch York City play football, mm-hmm. I'm spending, you know, 20 quid on that, and I'm gambling on whether I'm going to enjoy that or not. And if I go away after we've won, I'm happy because I've got my 20 quid's worth and I'm a happy man. But if we've lost, then I'm a bit pissed off with it, aren't I? Well, yeah, that's, that's another thing. Yeah, I'm running the risk. I mean, when you're going to see it live, you are, you're running that risk. And, it, in, I mean, you're, you're a lowly York City supporter and I support a, a team that's in the higher echelons of the Premier <laughs> League of English football. But I'm not willing to invest a sizable amount of my weekly pittance Right, on running the risk of going home feeling miserable. But, having said that, I still don't think I would walk away if Bolton beat Man United, our biggest rivals, 4 or 5 nil, and I was there. I still don't think I'd walk away with the euphoria that I once once. Man did. United are biggest rivals? Not biggest rivals. How far down their list do you think Bolton are? Well, no, but... See, I'm going to refuse to be drawn on that. Because <laughs> it's pointless. I don't give a fuck. Let's see how he resists. You really, really <laughs> want. You really wanted to come back. At that. No, I don't. I've got an explanation. I, I know. I know what I meant. I know, but it doesn't matter. Slightly United, <laughs> didn't they? They hate Manu. Manu. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Well, they've got bigger fish to fry, this haven't is, they? This is my problem with it. It's just it's of no worth at all. Do you not enjoy the banter? Do you no, not enjoy? Not really. You do. This no. is why you write things on Facebook, winding the deliberately winding the Leeds fans up. They're your friends, so they'll. Give you some shit back. Oh, and don't get this me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm probably going to still persist in doing that. And, I, and if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to keep an eye on Leeds United's performance so that I, I, I'm up to speed with all the bands. So you are invested. Well, yeah, but that's for my own personal sense of um, catharsis. Yeah, but against, that's why I'm against... in the sport. <laughs> you are. That's why I like football. 
You just said you like the sport. You were kind of like you kind of have a Brian Sewell esque approach to sport. You, (laughs) I like to go and sit and just see the barbarism among the working classes. That's that's your approach. That's basically how you just summed it up. Well, yeah, it's exciting. I used to have some kind of primal connection to it. It was like the thrill of the hunt. No, but that's what I like. I like because I I sit in a thing and I I think, oh, I'm 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 separated from uh, my fellow uh, man. Because I'm not involved in anything like that, and it, and it gives me something to feel like I, I'm connected. But you are by proxy by being there. Yeah, you're, but that's you're what there, you're involved, that's you are the same. Yeah. I like going, oh, the really disgrace to football. I love all that stuff, brilliant. Just bores me to tears these days. Just bores me to tears. <laughs> what are you going to drop next week? <coughs> well, last week I dropped booze, didn't I? Yeah. Not, not had a drink for eight days, which I think is. Quite, that's it's, quite a long time. It's a long time since I've gone more than a day without a drink, really. That's pretty impressive. Um, are you gonna Are you gonna cast. start new things in order to compensate? <clears throat> Not really. No, I'm, I'm descending into middle age. I need to shed a few friends, shed <laughs> a few interests. How many friends have you got? At the moment, Total. I was counting this morning, and uh, let's just. Let's just throw an air of confusion into the room. I think I've got about one. <laughs> <laughs> Fight among yourselves. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Not bothered, wait you not. have him. I don't <laughs> you have him. <laughs> it hands out the pugil sticks. That's that's not true. Does it really upset you that I've lost an interest? Like, and I'm not saying this for comic effect. I'm not taking a piss. It's just. It's done me head in, and it's been, you know, as I said, it's a seed that was sown quite a while ago. It's just, does, but does it upset you? Because it's not intended to upset you, and I will work harder on it. I will try to <laughs> like sport. It's ebbs and flows, isn't it? Ebbs and flows. I think you'll come back to it. Well, maybe I will. Maybe it's I will. Like I, wasn't, I wasn't really that interested. We've been through this before. Like, I, I lost my interest in football altogether, but as soon as my son got interested in football, it rekindled it. Did you lose so um, your interest you... in football when oh, no. roundabout when Leeds United started winning shit, <laughs> and then suddenly rekindled it when they started winning again? No, that's not true. Oh, is that I, not I true? Was there, oh, I was, I was, I was at Alan Jordan there in League One. So you know, once they started winning, once they were top no. of the League One. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. no. Once, once Ethan was old enough to go, he was interested in. But you know, I, I understand that. So maybe it'll come back around again for you. You know, more power to you. You do what you like. Right. I will do. That's sport. Thanks. Yeah, sport, that's covered. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just, yeah, let's just tone it down before the end. Um, How do we feel about borrowed goods? You know, are we precious about when we lend things to people? Nope. Nope. Are you precious about it? It depends what it is. (laughs) No, Portland's still got some of my CDs. You're very good about that. Yeah, well... Like, no, I don't even mention it. I lent him two thousand pounds once as well. I haven't seen any of that. But don't even mention it. Is that don't actually true? <laughs> no. It's your type, Paul. Oh. No, I, I. Books. If right, I have a policy on books. Yeah, I've bought. You can say I'm. I'm. I'm I know this is a. I'm trying to remember that this is a not a visual medium. Yeah. But over there is my bookcase. I've bought probably. Five or six times the amount of books, that you, as you can see there. 
Now, I had a policy of circulating books, writing in the front of it, you know, when you finish this, pass it on. Right. You know what I mean? Share that, the... That was my thing. Share the wealth. The only problem I've got with lending books is if people either don't read them and they stay on somebody's shelf and they don't move on. So if I've seen them just sat on someone's shelf, that frustrates me because I'm like, well, that defeats the entire purpose of the reason I'm lending books. You're, you're looking awkward. No, I'm not. You've still got some of my books in there, don't But I don't think our reading matter crosses paths. I don't think I'd want to read anything that you'd read. Well, that's why you need to read some of my books. You wouldn't want to read Chomsky's At War with Asia. What's wrong with you? I'd like to. I'd think, Paul, if you were to pass on a book to me, I'd probably. I don't think I'd have asked to borrow it. I would see it probably as some kind of imposition of something that I needed to know. Yeah, in your if, I, opinion. if I lent you a book, you'd, and my you'd, reaction you'd to that, it, yeah. my reaction to that would probably be to it. use it to prop the tables yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's true. There's, there are certain tables. things. You heard me. Where do I think I live? The tables. <laughs> the tables up in the <laughs> games room. <laughs> All I'm, what I'm driving at here is I just, you know, if I'm, I'm speaking to you, I'm looking at you. Paul, but I'm talking to Bob. Would you be gutted if your book came back in a much more well-thumbed condition than when you lent it out? Well-thumbed condition? My no, book? No, it's my book. The book that I've lent in. Oh, oh, I get you. Oh, you mean it, uh, you, you've hurt well, his book? Not hurt. You've left it, it in the car and you've no, got not. spiders are in it. No, no. It's got coffee on it. No, well, a bit. there's a bit of bogey blood from when I've been... Bogey <laughs> You're probably not going to read that again, Several pages. Yeah, I definitely will read it again. Do you, do you want me to buy you a new copy? Do you know what? It's I not in a, terrible. Um, it's descended from being, you know, very good condition to sort of good condition. I was in um, the... Maybe what's it bad called? Um, the record shop. Just off Brick Lane in London. Um, Fop. No. No. Where's, ah. where's Brick Lane? Uh, East End. No. What's it called? Like, ah, oh, it's gonna really piss me off. Um, they've got a record label as well. Very famous record label. Put the Strokes out for first. Rough Trade, Rough Trade East Record Shop. And they had copies of said book, signed copies, signed copies. And I thought I'd love a signed copy of that book. That'd be awesome. Didn't buy it, did I? Because I've already got one. She told me that you've knackered it a week ago. I'd have just bought a new one. I just find I'm it charge it to you. How much were they selling the signed copies for? Uh, just, can't remember. I, Ten, but, like that. I find it really difficult to read a book and not make... And not, not wipe make, your ass with it. No. Shove it down the toilet and... Wipe bogeys on it. Throw it at your kids when they're annoying you. I've read several passages out of the book to, uh, to Patrick. He doesn't seem amused. <laughs> but he does come and sit on my knee and make sure that, he, you know, make it known that he wants me to read it to him. No, I just find it very difficult to read a paperback book and make it from from brand new, from straight off the shelf, out the bag and into the into the hand to read. I find it impossible to not make the book look like it's been read three hundred times. I've just reading books like that. That they've got use. I mean, I, I've got a certain discipline in probably the first chapter I'm, I'm trying to be quite careful. But then maybe after the first chapter I'm just like, oh, fuck it. It doesn't matter after that. And then it goes in your bag. Because you want to take it and read I, it somewhere else, and that, that's when it all goes downhill, doesn't it? I'm a keen subscriber to to my own, you know, sort of gender stereotype, and I don't carry a bag around with me. Doesn't doesn't 
deter you too, does it? With no, I always carry a bag with me. Carry, carry useful things. But both yeah. what? Yeah. Your makeup, your tampons. <laughs> yeah. But you two, are, you, you two are really a disgrace to fucking masculinity because <laughs> both of your bags are like handbags. That mine's a laptop bag. It's never got a laptop in it. No, but it's, no. it's a useful size. It's got size. perfume and gel it and concealer. Concealer. Well, I think I've got a concealer. No, no, it's Cleanser. Got, it's got toner. It's got tinted moisturiser. No, um, no, it's useful as my bag. Very useful. Work stuff. In what facility? Bring work stuff home. Put things in it. Books. Books. It, it carries around books. How many books are you going to read? It carries once? around books. It carries around books. On its own. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's there for. Oh, I know I have one of those Diet Coke hangovers. I can see, I can feel it. It's giving me it, palpitations. It's giving me palpitations. Did anybody read my blog? About the diet coke. Does really. anyone read your blog? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't really write it that much, but I, like last time I drank a load of diet coke and did a podcast, I, I was awake all night with a fucking massive hard on. Um, <laughs> I did read that. Yeah. yeah. Like caffeine. Yeah. Caffeine doesn't usually affect. It, caffeine's never affected me, but the last time, but we, the time we did a podcast, and I drank two liters of diet coke. I was. Are you sure it wasn't the subject matter that was both. Sexual and I think we discussed cricket and Bernard Manning, didn't we? On the that's gonna maybe I should post that in the window of the local internet cafe. Yeah, yeah, all right. See how many old men you can get there. Sign books, though. Let me just go back to that for one second. That pisses me off. Sign books, sign no lending out sign books. They're the ones that I want back or first editions. I wouldn't, you editions. wouldn't read them though. Like, if I had bought that signed book. I wouldn't read it. I'd leave it as it is. I'd read the other copy that's already been thumbed through and thrown around. No, actually, I wouldn't buy someone. two copies. I'd, I'd just get the, the copy, get it signed, and the book signed, whatever, and then I've lent it out and not gotten back, and that pisses me off. I think it's the fact that it's got a, like a double front page, which is sort of inviting you to use it as a bookmark. Well, that's basically well, what I'd, I made. Yeah, right. Did you do that with I that I did book? do that, yeah. Well, with me, it's obviously... It had a, a, an uncomfortable fold on it, which is, yeah. um, it's, it's developed developed into a... Maybe when we go and see him, you can buy me a new copy and get it signed at the same time. Maybe. See, it'll be my, the day after my 30th birthday. That'd be a lovely present. You're going to be 30? Yeah, I'm going to be 30. In yeah. March? Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. It's, it's right. not terrible. It's going to happen to all of us. You before long as well, so... Wait, what, what are you doing? Let's see Stuart Lee. No, not again. You can't. You can't just do that as your only form of entertainment. No, I can't say it on here because the seven people that are going to be listening might want to come. They might get no, it back well, they, might they might yeah. great They might put it on Facebook. I thought you wanted a stalker. Like. You've said on the podcast that you want a stalker. You well, quite find one, but I don't want like loads of them. What's Hang on, if you get, come one, come all, surely. If you're going to have a stalk, no, one stalk he's going to interview them based on their <laughs> hobbies and their CVs. <laughs> one, one stalk is fine, but I don't want loads. Well, I think if anybody wants to stalk you that's listening to the podcast, I think that they should interview him. I think, you know, if they've got him a worthy stalk, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. not, I'm fairly boring to be honest. I think if they want to stalk him, they'll be able to somehow find out where Bob Craddock lives in Leeds. If they wanted to stalk him, they already know him. And I'm, sure. ju- I'm just yeah. name at the cricket ground. I'm just suggesting that any potential stalkers for Bob Craddock to um, post post-it notes through his front door asking him rather obscure questions to which he will post post-it notes on his uh, Renault Clio window in the morning to answer the questions. That's pretty interesting. So that's, you know, a little bit of spice in your life. That's what you want. 
And do you reckon the commuters that listen to us have got to work by now? Do you reckon? Yeah. I reckon we might be making them late if they, yeah. if, if they, <laughs> so, if they yeah. hang around listening I don't to us think, any longer. I don't think it's been of the quality that's going to make them wait outside work. I think they're just going to go into work and not I listen think, to I the end of the podcast. Put it on pause, you know, intending I'll oh, listen to that on the way home and then they won't. I think they will. Do you reckon? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, let us know, everyone, <laughs> if you bothered to listen to the end of this podcast. Um, yeah, have a good day. You fucking idiot. <laughs>